This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. So one down, two to go. My name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool's FA Cup third round defeat on Monday night. A second-string Reds team went down 2-1 at their Premier League rivals Wolves to exit the competition before the fifth round for the fourth successive season under Jurgen Klopp. With his side sitting four points clear at the top of the league, Klopp made nine changes to the team that started Thursday's 2-1 loss at title rivals Manchester City. One of those changes, the Merseyside derby hero Divock Origi, who has been linked with a move to Molyneux, brought Liverpool level after Raul Jimenez opened the scoring, but a superb strike from Ruben Neves, who has been linked with a move to Anfield, soon after ensured that the Reds' hope of glory this season now rests in the Premier League and the Champions League. But was Klopp right to prioritise those competitions? Our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce has his say before we hear from the seven Liverpool fans who have phoned into the show. Graham Agg, Nathan Davidson, Ross Strachan, Matt Addison, Matt Whitty, Sam Planch and Simon Donnelly. And sandwiched between that is every word Jurgen Klopp had to say in his post-match press conference, including the injury to Dejan Lovren that has left the Reds boss with major problems at centre-back and which led to 16-year-old Kiyana Hoover making a very impressive debut. Enjoy, and James Pearce and the team will be back on Tuesday with the Blood Red Podcast. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Liverpool have crashed out of the FA Cup at the first hurdle, beaten 2-1 by Wolves here at Molyneux tonight, and the Reds got what they deserved. Jurgen Klopp picked uh, what was effectively a reserve team here to face uh, you know, a decent mid-table Premier League side. Uh, and what he was rewarded with was a, a second-rate performance. Liverpool never really at it. Uh, it, was a, it was a dour game for long periods. Struggle, struggle to create opportunities. Um, and with the personnel on duty, it was hardly a big surprise that they looked vulnerable defensively. Um, of course, you know, the debate or I think or rage whether you know there'll be some supporters saying that Klopp has disrespected the FA Cup. Of course it's the fourth successive season Liverpool have crashed out an early stage uh, since Klopp's been here. Um, it's been a really, really miserable run in the competition when you think that uh, you know we've now been waiting since two thousand and six for the seven times winners to add to that collection of FA Cups and uh, it's, uh, we know it's not going to happen in, in 2019. I think the difference between this exit and the other ones that Klopp has overseen is that I think, I think most fans, you know, when they take a step back and look at the bigger picture, will think that this team selection tonight did make sense. I think you know, Klopp will point to the fact that one of the, one of the two players that he did persevere with, Dayan Lovren, um, you know, sent him out there again. Lovren pulled up lame within five minutes, clutching his hamstring. And, uh, you know, can you imagine if that had been Virgil van Dijk as well or Mo Salah if he'd been out there from the start or Mane or Wijnaldum, you know, players who have played a huge amount of football this season. You know, uh, Klopp would say it wasn't a gamble in terms of leaving those players out, but a necessity because they needed to rest after such a gruelling festive period. I think, to be honest, you know, we, we knew that the FA Cup was a distant third in Liverpool's list of priorities. Um, and that was a performance that, that proved it, really. Um, of course, if Liverpool go on and win the Premier League title, Liverpool fans aren't going to give two hoots about what happened here tonight. Um, but, you know, if they do fall short in the Premier League title race, people will look at this one and think it was a, an opportunity to make a real good fist at winning a trophy for a club that hasn't won anything since 2012 and the manager who's yet to win silverware, that it was an opportunity squandered. But, um, you know, I think 
certainly here and now, I think I, I I haven't got any issues with the the team that Klopp picked. I think I think he was right to utilise the depth of his squad. The disappointment for me was that far too many senior fringe players didn't produce tonight. Um, you know, I think it, it said everything. I gave the man of the match award to Kajana Hoover, a 16-year-old Dutch kid who um, was probably sat there at the start dreaming and maybe five minutes off the bench late on. Suddenly, he's playing for 85 minutes because of Lovren's injury. A 16-year-old kid playing centre-back on a stage like this. And I thought he looked absolutely fearless, completely unfazed by his surroundings. And of course, there was occasions when he got knocked off the ball physically. You know, he's still a kid. But, you know, he showed why there's such a buzz surrounding him. I also thought Curtis Jones and Rafa Camacho, the two other debutants tonight who are out there from the start, could hold their heads high because, um, you know, really difficult for them. They, they were surrounded by a lot of mediocrity out there tonight. But they kept going, they kept plugging away and their heads never dropped. Um, like I said, the disappointment for me was that other players didn't stand up. I think... I think you've got to you've got to cut Fabino some slack. I thought he did did all well did well, you know, as a makeshift centre back. But um, you know, I think Mignolet looked uncertain at times. You, know, you could see he hadn't played any football for four months. Times when he stayed on his line when he should have been more proactive. Alberto Moreno again, you know, an error strewn display from him. Midfield was really really weak. Disappointed with Naby Keita. Hoped this would be the night when he ignited his Liverpool career. Unfortunately. Another false start. He was uh, nowhere near the level tonight. James Milner, again, made some really careless mistakes. He looked like someone who could have done with a, a rest tonight. And then, you know, up front, Liverpool didn't really have any kind of spark. I know Divock Origi scored a, a beautiful goal from the edge of the box, cancelling out Jimenez's opener. Um, but, you know, either side of that strike, Origi contributed very little. Same with Sturridge. Shakiri inches away from... Uh, rescuing a replay for the Reds after uh, Ruben Neves' 25-yarder had put Wolves 2-1 up. Shakiri, you know, beautiful free kick over the wall, curl on it, but uh, John Ruddy tipped it onto the inside of the post and, and it stayed out. And I think, you know, I think a replay probably would have flattered for Liverpool in the end and certainly wouldn't have been what Klopp wanted anyway, I think, with, um, you know, the way that he'd approached this competition. So Liverpool have got to turn, you know, what is a negative? You never want to go out of a competition, um, Certainly not this early, but they have to turn that negative into a positive. And uh, certainly if they go and win at Brighton on Saturday, then the frustration of this night will lift very quickly. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Um, Jürgen, we saw your name obviously a relatively young team tonight. Did you have to do that with regards to the Premier League games that come up? For different reasons, uh, most of the so after the city game, we had immediately a few um, few players who were ill, um, who showed sore throat and all what you can have in, in this period of the year. Um, so they were not even few of them were not even in after after the city game. Um, so there was no chance. Um, pretty much all the players who were not here today had had little problems apart from Ali. Um, and so we had to make late changes like yesterday. Adam was in, was in our plans, um, like Hendo was in the plans, and then Darian was not in the plans. He should only have been on the bench. Oh, and then it happened what happened. That doesn't help a lot. Uh, and we had to change again. Wanted to control the game because we were completely new, especially defensively, completely new. So it makes sense to keep the ball. 
That uh, wind didn't help with that, to be honest. Obviously, everybody on the pitch struggled a bit with controlling the ball. First touch was very often not that good. Um, and so we lost, they lost a lot of balls. We lost a, a lot of balls. And in the end, one of these balls we lost it was a counter-attack and a score a goal. Um, yeah, second half, wanted to mm -hmm. want to start new, finding a positive, um, positive approach again, do it just a little bit better than first half and um, score the goal. Um, yeah, then Neves from long range with the wind in his from from back <laughs> or from behind, whatever. Um, nice little shot. We hit the crossbar um, and story of the game done. So then we brought Mo and um, uh, and Bobby. Yeah, looked obviously a little bit different, but um, I the intensity of the last few games gave me the information that it's not possible to start uh, with the three up front. Um, only Dej played a lot of games in the last couple of, in the last few, three, four weeks, or pretty much all the games, and that's why he was not involved. So he played today and was injured. Hendo yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah, Millie had his injury already, so that's a, that's a situation. Not too cool, but was not really to change for today. That's a, that's the story of the game. I'm saying, eh? what I heard, yeah. without any signs before, I ask everybody, no signs, nothing, just off the blue, so it, that's the decision you have to make, how is that, um, I'm not sure what, what you all would have said if we bring immediately from the beginning, if our centre-half situation is Fabinho and, and Kijana, then probably a few very smart people tell me that I don't respect the competition or whatever, so yeah, try to, to do all the things. And the of course, on the other hand side, it doesn't make sense to bring a 16-year-old boy from the start. It's better you don't bring him, you wait until he's completely ready, but he did well. He came on, he did well. Obviously, um, that's how uh, it sometimes starts. Um, when you are really needed, then you are not, it's only about if you're good enough and not how old you are. He did well, so that was all okay, but that's it. Look, we don't. We are not here to make it to, to 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 be new world record holder for the youngest team. So it's nice. The boys are around. The boys train with us, and that's why we, they train with us because we think we think they are good enough. That means if we play ten versus ten, they are on the other team. And believe me, they play much better than they did tonight because it's possible. Just today was not that the game started not so cool with us with the change. It's change immediately, kind of the mood, and you are out there. The coach tells you play football. You see the wind is blowing from different directions, so control the ball, become a bit nervous, you have no rhythm, all that stuff. But yeah, these boys played because, I, because they are in a squad and are good enough, that's all. So, um, yes, they did well, but they can do much better, that's how I said. It's not that I say they can, they can do now in this moment much better. In a game which suits a bit more. Uh, so if you are tuning it up, and tune it up, you bring them and then they, they, can, they can really make a difference, that's 100%. Today they did the job and that's okay. No, it's just it's uh, it's the, all the all these things what happen out there is really my responsibility. So it's about rhythm. So of course, and you think you know they have no rhythm. So it's like Div, can you have rhythm? No, not really. Daniel, maybe a bit more. Alberto, no, no rhythm. And that's that. Of course, doesn't help football against an opponent. Um, Wolves, we played here. 
two, three weeks ago. I don't know. We played here and it's um, and they were really strong. We won, yes, but we were we knew that's really tough here. Um, and now play today. They didn't change a lot if they if they changed something. And then um, so that's not that's not easy. Do I expect? I always expect a lot more from the players. But do I think they could have delivered today? I'm not 100% sure. So that's now not the, the thing. It's not my job to say now that was not good enough. That was not good enough because I know they can do much better. I changed a lot because I thought we have to, not because I wanted and say, come on, let's have a look how now that works. Uh, because it was clear, Wolves will not change a lot. But the problem is that we um, we had we played a similar lineup and had really tough games um, in the last in the last um, couple of weeks. So it was clear we have to change. And now, yeah, that's it. That's all. I will not use with for any English tradition that word silly was what you said. Huh? Yeah. So I, I have to be kind of more and more um, uh, and I have to make sure that I say the right words because obviously if you don't want to understand me right, uh, my, my English is obviously not perfect and then it happens that from time to time I read line um, um, yeah, I read headlines which I don't recognize that I said it. That's it. So no, it's like this. But the, the, that's now the, the what is the third round? Uh, what FA Cup third round? We are in. That's how this was last year. Like that was two years ago. You all want this number of games, so don't ask me if it's right or not. So that's the number of games we have to play. We played it so far. It was really successful so far. Today we lost because we had to make changes, not only because of that. And the opponent scored two goals. That's the story of the night. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hi, uh, Graham. I'm Greek Paul for Liverpool Echo. Um, at Molyneux in the season for tonight's game. Um, disappointing for Liverpool to go to the FA Cup. But Liverpool simply have bigger fish to fly this season. I mean, already they've already uh, Wycombe completed it. They're on the BBC website. I've actually been criticising it. One guy actually said, you know, Jürgen Klopp regularly gets his, um, so his rotation wrong. Um, he, he gets it wrong, that's why we're sitting top of the table with a four-point lead, six points clear of, of, of Tottenham. It's beyond belief. Uh, Liverpool and the Jürgen Klopp, of, uh, what, what he's done actually in three years, three months at Anfield, he's performed absolute miracles. And I'm fully back tonight's selection. If he played the full team with um, Sally, uh, Sally and Mane and uh, Firmino up front, and one of, one of them, or even more, he got injured and went out for the rest of the season. These same idiots would have been criticising Aiken Klopp for the selection policy. At the end of the day, as I said before, we've got bigger fish to fry. I mean, I thought that the young lads who came in, most of them did very, very well. Um, Marino, um, I must, have, uh, must admit, that I thought he performed badly again. I don't think he's a real player. I think he can be offloaded in the summer. But overall, it's a very difficult place to go Wolves. That's why they're in the, in the seventh place in the league table. That's why they've had a great season. Um, obviously, we win and evolved in the Champions League. be very, very disappointing. But Liverpool have simply got bigger fish to fry. And a fully back year in club. And now it gives the squad time to rest between games. And we can really go for the Champions League and go one step further. We've got the Champions League final last year. This, this season, I think we can go on it. And also bring home at last, the holy grail of the, of the, the uh, Premier League after 29-year wait. Fully back here in Klopp, it's done a fantastic job. 
and anyone who, who criticises him honestly doesn't know what they're talking about. So, uh, onwards and upwards of the game against Brighton at the weekend. Hi there, Nathan Davidson talking about Wolverhampton 2, Liverpool 1 in the FA Cup. So, when the team sheet was announced and I saw Camacho and Jones were getting the debut, it was buzzing for them, made up for them really. Good to see them, especially Jones, because been been hearing a lot about him at the uh, youth level. It was good to see him get his chance. So, for really, really early in the first half, obviously Lovren goes off with an injury. Let's hope that's not too severe because we're really struggling at centre-back, especially with all the injuries we've got at the minute. So that's definitely going to be a concern for the game against Brighton on Sunday. But a 16-year-old Hoover came on, and I may have pronounced that wrong. To be fair, he had a he did really well. I think he did as well as anyone could have expected from him, especially at the end with that little run out of defence and getting us forward. I thought he did really well and coped with the expectation well. But as for Liverpool themselves, we're just sloppy, disorganised and we didn't look like we had any real purpose or direction at all in the game. And that's how uh, the first goal for Wolves comes from. It's Moreno with a sloppy pass. And for me, Moreno's time at Liverpool's just done. Like I know that sounds really harsh, but he just, ha- he just g- has so many mistakes in him and he causes so many issues... And he's just always a liability. Uh, as soon as I saw his name in the team sheet, I was worried this evening. I'm, fair, it's fair to say I'm not a fan of his, but I think we've got to be looking for a, a backup left-back, preferably in the summer, if we can get one. Andy Robertson's great, but he can't play every game of the season. And it's just too much of a worry having uh, Moreno at left-back for me. But... Despite that, it's not just his fault. It was the team in general today. We were just so sloppy with our passing, and there was a period in that first half where we were really struggling to get more more than two or three passes together, especially in a forward direction. We didn't seem to have any idea of what the shape was that we were meant to be in because we the shape was all over the place. The wing backs, as you would say, with Camacho and Moreno, were so far up the pitch that. As soon as we lost the ball, it caused us massive problems. Milner seemed to be in the holding midfield, and that's not a position that he's played that often, and I think isn't really getting the best out of him there, but I suppose we didn't really have anyone else to put in there. Obviously, with Fabinho, who had to go into centre-back, I thought he did reasonably well, though. But, yeah, the first half was just a bit of a shambles all across the board. Like There wasn't even the the desire there that was coming across on the pitch so second half we get really lucky early on that we get a goal from nowhere fair play to <coughs> Divock Origi to, he does well he shimmies moves his feet well to get uh, a bit of space to have a shot and then left footed strike away from the goalkeeper and then that gets us back in it but just the way we were set up today and the players out there we always look liable defensively but the goal for Wolves the Wolves' is second can have no complaints about it Ruben Neves 30 yard strike brilliant strike great goal really and for me Ruben Neves is a player I've seen him play at Paul a bit since he's come to Wolves and he's just got all the qualities for a top six side for me and 
I would expect to see him definitely in the next couple of seasons at one of the top six teams, whether it be us, Tottenham. He's just he's just got all the qualities that you need. He's so good on the ball, makes the right decisions. So calm and collected, and like obviously he was captain in uh, Porto from an early age. So yeah, great player, great goal there, really. But for me now, it's just about writing this game off. Yeah, we we weren't great tonight. We were a little bit better in the second half, especially when Salah and Firmino came on. But just generally not good enough. No real purpose. So we've got to go to Brighton now on Sunday. Obviously, it worries about who what we're going to do with the back line. But I think if we have Fabino in there alongside Van Dijk, I think he'll be fine and the defensively will be fine. But hopefully, when we get Robertson, Van Dijk, Allison, Trent Alexander back back in, um, the front three up front, hopefully we can, that'll give us a bit more familiarity and we can be a lot better than we were than we were tonight. Ross from Witness with his thoughts on the Wolves v Liverpool game. Massively disappointing uh, performance there to go out, lose the game 2-1. Did make a lot of changes going into the game, obviously. Needs to rotate a little bit with the massive uh, fixtures we've had over the Christmas period. And it was a good chance to see you know some of the squad, a couple of youngsters thrown in there as well, Camacho and Jones. Um, and then within the first couple of minutes Lovren looks like he's got a bit of a calf injury and the 16 year old kid came on Keanu Hoover I think his name is that's how you pronounce it um, so real makeshift team real makeshift defence definitely and and it's shown it was absolutely abysmal that first half there's no other way to describe it absolutely abysmal they didn't look interested. The senior players were non-existent. Storage had a shocking game. and It was obviously rightly brought off in the second half. Moreno, absolutely awful. And I, know it, I know it's hard for these players to come in and they've, they're not playing regular, but the, these opportunities, they should be taking them. Make, give the manager something to think about at least. But it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Cater, absolutely awful. Origi, oh, I mean, I could go through everyone, basically. I could go through everyone, particularly in the first half. It was just unacceptable. I thought it was a little bit strange the way that they were set up as well, Liverpool. It almost looked at times that they, they were playing they were playing three at the back almost, and the young lad Camacho and Moreno were so far forward. It just looked like... There was so much space and we were passing the ball around and within the first 10-15 minutes I was thinking there's a mis- they're going to make a mistake here and they're going to punish us because we were messing around with it and you could just see it was going to happen but then eventually it did happen around the 40 minute mark poor mistake um, by Milner in the middle which had been coming like I, like I said with the way we were playing around with the ball, it was coming. He made a mistake, left us the uh, three on two on two. I think it was You've, the, the lad ran through from his, from from the halfway line all the way, unchallenged, scored. 
really, really poor goal to give away, and we're one 0 down. Totally deserved because we we were we were abysmal. And you you you're thinking right, get to half time, and surely Klopp is going to be getting them in the changing rooms, you know, and saying, you know, this is unacceptable. This is not a Liverpool performance. I, I know there's a lot of changes, but you can't make excuses for just not turning up and not even having a that, not even having a go. So I'd like to think that they got a bit of a bit of a rollicking at half time and they'd come out and there might be a bit of a reaction. But to be fair, it didn't really happen again in the second half. We were very lucky to get back into it. I mean it was a great finish by Rigi. Um but it didn't it didn't come from anything creative. It was just a bit of a scrappy deflection and then fell to Rigi and he took it well with his left foot, don't get me wrong. Great strike. That was the only way we were going to score. But we're back in it, 1-1. You think, we can? there's plenty of time in this. Surely this is going to give them a bit of a boost. But it, it, it didn't seem to... There was a couple of minutes where after we scored where we there was a bit of a, bit of a reaction, but then it was back to the what we've been doing the whole game. So slow and it, it, literally, it literally did feel that they, they didn't... They wanted to go out. They didn't want to win the game. That's how. That's how it felt. That's how it looked. They obviously get back in, uh, go to one in front with a, a great strike um, from Neves, who a cracking player could go to, could go to a bigger side. Always looks a threat. Um, great goal. Not really much you can do about it. Um, there was the other, obviously there was our one, the only other chance we had to get back into it was the free kick from Chikiri. And you can see on the replays that the keepers made a magnificent, magnificent touch onto it. If he hasn't got that touch, it's right in the top corner. Somehow he gets the smallest of touches just to deflect it. And it doesn't, and it ends up not going in. But like I say, that was the only way we were going to score. We didn't create anything. Zero. I can't remember us creating a single chance. Um, and I just hope there's a bit of a reaction. I know there's a lot of talk, isn't it, now about the FA Cup and, you know, it doesn't matter. And it, to me, it does matter. Yes, we're in a great position in the league and we're on the verge of something that, you know, could be a, a magnificent history-defined season. But it seems to be a modern thing now that, you know, these cups are just dismissed as nothing. I growing up and watching Liverpool, a lot of my best memories are from cup competitions, and that's that's what it's all about: winning, go, you know, having your days out, your Wembleys, your semi-finals. It's it's far too easy, you know, in this in this day and age, people are too easy just to you know think Champions League's all. It's all about the Champions League. It's all about the Premier League. But there's trophies out there to be won. Liverpool were built on winning the likes of these FA Cups, League Cups. To me, football isn't a game where you can't pick and choose your, your games that you win and you lose. There's always there's a there's a it seems to be another modern thing where you know I'd rather win that one and lose that one. That's not that's not football. You win the game that's in front of you, and worry about the next game the next week, and worry about who's fit for that game the next week. You can't you can't play the game worrying about people getting injured people you know we've got too, too many games this too many games that that's that's not that's not what football's about football when all said and done football's about winning trophies we've gone out today it's disappointing yeah i'm disappointed 
I'll get over it. Don't get me wrong. I'll get over it. And I can't wait for the league, the league game to start again because when all said and done, this season is 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 all about the Premier League. We've we're in a magnificent position in the Premier League. We've just got to hope now that you know we've had two defeats on the run, which is, it's not happened. I don't I don't know if it's happened this season. Two defeats on the run. We've just got to make sure it doesn't dent our confidence. We've just got to go into that Brighton game now and get the win, get the three points, and put this to the back of our minds. Just one final point. The young lad who came on after a couple of minutes, Keen Keen Hover, thought he was the only one tonight to come out with any credit. For a 16-year-old, he looked really composed. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about him. You know, we got him from the Ajax Academy. He was going, he's going to be this the, the next big thing. And you could see you could see today how good he was on the ball. Really composed, really really done himself credit tonight. And that's another another shame of going out the FA Cups. We're not going to see him again now, are we? If we do, if we'd have got him, even if we got a replay or we'd have got through the next round, you might you might see him the young lad again. We're not going to see him in the Liverpool shirt again probably this season. But He's one for the future, definitely. Looked, looked right at home in that side. So that's the, that's the positive coming out tonight. And we've just got to push on now. And I look forward to Brighton and bring it on. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool have been knocked out of the FA Cup by Wolverhampton Wanderers. Shrewsbury or Stoke would have been our team to face in the next round, but despite what Jermaine Genus and Alan Shearer on the BBC might have you believe, Jurgen Klopp doesn't need to win the FA Cup. This season is all about the Premier League and the Champions League, so I for one am not particularly bothered that Liverpool have exited the competition at this stage. It's the same story with Maurizio Pochettino at Tottenham. Of course, both managers would like to win trophy and the FA Cup wouldn't be a bad thing but there's just far more important things to focus on. Uh, on to the game then, I think Fabinho at centre-back was uh, a big positive with Dan Lovren going off injured he might be needed to step in um, I think alongside Virgil van Dijk he could be a, a fairly solid central defender for Liverpool he's played at right back uh, quite often for Brazil uh, mostly in midfield of course for the Reds but he showed that he can put in a tackle and his positioning at times was superb tonight the main story though was alongside him 16 year old Keanu Herver I've seen him quite a few times for the academy teams this season and he's certainly impressed but to make, to make that step up to the first team at the age of just 16 and to do it with such ease after coming on, he wouldn't have been prepared to come on at that stage of the game, if at all. He probably was just turning up to Wolves tonight, expecting to sit on the bench and watch. So to step up into the game and to do as well as he did was fantastic. Less fantastic was the injury to Lovren. Of course, Matip and Gomez are already out injured and it looked like a hamstring, so that's not great. Um, Fabinho, as I mentioned, could potentially play there at the weekend otherwise we might see Genie Wijnaldum uh, as he did at Brighton last season he might have to slip in alongside Van Dijk uh, as well as Herver did I can't see him being thrust into a Premier League game but you never know uh, alongside him as well at right back Rafa Camacho he's only 18 there was quite a few times where he was caught out a bit too far forward but considering his age I thought he did quite well Certainly no worse than Alberto Moreno, a much more experienced player on the other side. Curtis Jones, the third teenager, the third player that Liverpool have fielded 
born after the year 2000. He's a very confident player on the ball. He's very much a player to have the ball rather than not have the ball. Um, and that he didn't get onto it as much as he would have liked tonight. Uh, he wasn't great off the ball. He's still got a lot to learn. But I think there was a few flashes, particularly in the first half, that showed just how good he can be. It was more the senior players who were disappointing. James Milner wasn't great for the first goal. Divock Origi and Daniel Sturridge, apart from the Belgians' goal, um, a good finish on the goal, but apart from that, neither of them really did much at all tonight. Simon Minnelay as well, between the sticks. He didn't have too much to do. Um, I think it's pretty harsh to, to blame him for the Ruben Neves goal. That was a, a fantastic strike right into the corner. But it's with his feet that you really see the difference between him and Alisson. There was far too many occasions where he'd give the ball to Milner and he'd have three or four Wolves players on him. And he did the same to Keanu Hover as well. Uh, you'd think he'd try and help him out. Obviously, 16-year-old coming into the side. But he seemed to, to want to give him give him the ball under pressure on far too many occasions. Uh, that may well be the last time we see Minule though this season. Hopefully, no injuries or suspensions for Allison. Um So, the FA Cup is... Uh, is the time to play him if Jurgen Klopp does want to. Naby Keita in midfield. I thought he did a few bits and pieces, some good stepovers, and you can see what he brings to the table. But as has been his season so far, there was nothing consistent. There's a few moments where he looks like he's about to explode, but it just hasn't quite happened for him so far. I'm sure it will at some point, but tonight just wasn't really his night. Zerd and Shakiri, likewise, the free kick aside, he did very, very little. Um, he's one of those who you'd expect to get on the ball a little bit more, influence the game a bit more from his position, but it just wasn't his night. He's had other games this season where he's been fantastic, so I think we have to, to let him off on this one. It wasn't the best game. The pre-match light show was probably the main excitement for the Liverpool fans who travelled down to Wolves. Liverpool were awful for much of that uh, much of that match, but it doesn't really matter in the slightest. The Premier League and the Champions League are the only things that counted prior to kick-off, and that certainly remains the case now. Brighton was always the biggest game this week, and it'll be a very different eleven that plays in that match. Hopefully the Reds can get the three points in that one. Hi, it's Matt Whitty, Cup season ticket holder, reflecting on Liverpool's 2-1 defeat in the FA Cup against Wolverhampton Wanderers at Molyneux this evening. Klopp rang the changes with his team selection, handing debuts to Curtis Jones and Rafa Camacho, and then also to Kiana Hoover, um, probably slightly earlier than he was he was planning. Um, but I thought the fact that uh, that Lovren was injured in the first five minutes more than justified Klopp's team selection, because had that been an injury to Virgil Van Dijk, I think we would have been even more worried about our centre-backs than, uh, than we are with, with Lovren going off given the injuries we've got there and I thought the youngsters all did all did well uh, Hoover particularly playing at centre-back I know he's sort of a, a right-back who can also play centre-back but it's one thing to do that at the under-23s or under-18s level but uh, that, that reserve team level but to, to, to come and play that um, you know away at Wolves who are probably going to finish best of the rest in the Premier League um, I thought he did absolutely brilliantly. Um, he was—he didn't look out of place at all. And when you also consider that he's playing alongside a central midfielder who's never played at centre-back either, I thought it was a fantastic performance. I thought he cut out the ball very well. He was absolutely cool as ice when he did get the ball. He always had his head up. The, uh, the particular standout was that moment 
with about 10, 10 or 12 minutes to go where he made the tackle um, without sliding in in, a, in our area and then dribbled it past three Wolves players. Another two Wolves players came to press it, press him and he passed it between them to to set uh, Shakiri away for uh, for an attack. I just thought that was outstanding composure from a, a 16-year-old. Uh, likewise, Camacho, I thought, can be very pleased with his performance. I thought he was, uh, particularly in the first half, I thought he was a good... Um, he, he made two or three really good interceptions that put us on the front foot and had his head up and made some good passes forward as well and uh, was always keen to, to join in. I thought Cur- Curtis Jones did, did well as well, um, particularly in the first... 20 minutes or so he was he was an outlet and he was involved in our our first chance I know he was caught um, with a with a poor pass for uh, for the um, for the Wolves winner but uh, you know he'll he'll learn and uh, you, you know, you've got to remember that he's that he's only 17 and I thought the, there were more experienced players that that, that really um, uh, didn't didn't help him out too much in in that area of the pitch um, I thought particularly um, Shakiri Cater Sturridge um, really struggled to, to to get in the game, and uh, you wanted to see more from them in an attacking sense. I don't know whether that was our formation that they struggled to get in. I mean, there were, t- there were t- a lot of times when you'd see there would just be the two the two centre backs um, with perhaps Milner dropping deep, and you just couldn't see who they were going to pass to. And you know, you know, you had maybe you know Camacho wide on one side, Moreno on the other, and you were just crying out for some movement or one of the midfielders to, to drop into a bit of space. And we only really had that, I thought, when um, when Firmino came on. Uh, I thought uh, it was uh, probably the difference between the, uh, the elite-level goalkeeper and Mignolet as well for, for the two goals. I mean, the, the one-on-one, Mignolet never looked like saving it. And the, uh, the strike from Neves, who you know has got a, a wand of a right foot and is, an, is absolutely lethal from outside the area. So you always knew he was going to shoot when he picked up the ball in space 30 yards out. Um, but Mignolet, even though he started, his starting position was pretty good. He was on that side of the goal. But the ball went, you know, it was, it was a good strike and it dipped, but, you know, it went a foot inside the post and Mignolet was still a foot away from it. So it's just, it's just not, it just didn't do well enough really for, you know, for, for playing at the, at the highest level. And uh, yeah, I thought uh, Milne did very very well. I know he was caught for for uh, trying to Cruyff turn to get into a bit of space that led to the Jimenez goal. But I thought overall he played very well. Two minutes, I mean, two minutes after the goal, he made a brilliant saving tackle that, that that got us out of trouble. And I thought he was constantly the you know the, you know the only outlet that we had really for for the centre backs for a lot of the time. So I thought he did he did very well, and you could see him you know really playing a putting in a captain's performance. And I thought Fabinho was excellent playing at centre half as well. Uh, he looked like he'd play there a lot more than uh, than he has, which is obviously never. Uh, but overall, I thought uh, I thought Wolverhampton Wanderers deserved it. I thought they uh, they looked more dangerous on the counter. They found space a lot. They they found particularly between the fullbacks and the centre backs. Um, I thought they looked generally in control, and they kept our attackers quiet and were out. So uh, yeah, we just got to suck it up and concentrate on the league, which is uh, which is the one we all want. Okay, so Wolves in the cup, um, we knew. The, the way we've been going in the league and the Champions League, that it's not um, the top priority. And I get that. Um, I get that. That you know we've got a chance here where we might not get again with this phenomenal City team and squad. That we've we've got a chance of winning the league, um, and also you know we're still in the Champions League. However, old school of me tells me that well. 
it was another game of football and we're Liverpool Football Club that we should go out and have a go of winning it. And I sort of thought, you know, by what we did the last few days, that we're going to play a week inside and the sort of names that were getting bandied around. I, I, I did fear for us before the game. When a few days ago, likes of names like Mignolet and Moreno, you know, should never really play for the club. But to be to be fair to Mignolet, he's um, he's been quite professional, even though ability wise, I think he's very poor. Um, Moreno slagged the club off recently, and he's cost us all kinds of games in the past. Um, still getting a game, so I don't agree with all that. But on a positive note, I thought the likes of Ryan Camacho. Um, showed he's got something about him Curtis Jones and Spells though he did um, dip off in the game I thought he was getting brushed off the ball but he has got ability and the Hoover lad um, at the back who came on I thought showed that he's got something about him that kid definitely got something about him it's just like it's just the ease on the ball the way he can glide you know to be 16 unfazed you know I don't think, you know, he wasn't perfect, but I think he showed glimpses of he's got a chance, this kid. And it's really good that the FA Cup offers and the League Cup offers this kind of thing for, for kids to get a shout. I've got no problem with that. But my criticism, I think Klopp made too many changes. I think we did make too many. Um, Wolves there didn't play with the intensity that they played in the League game and they were there for the take. And we didn't do it. Now... I'm not taking anything away from Wolves. I thought they were the better team on the day. I thought first half was one of the first uh, worst first half performances I've seen Liverpool play for a long time. But I must admit up front, Sturridge absolutely disgusted me. Um, he offered nothing. Um, every time he got the ball, he didn't hold on to it. He didn't lay it off, nothing. He just kept coming, ricocheting back. He didn't seem interested. Now, Origi lacked quality apart from his strike a goal, but he was having a go. Shakiri was heavy touched all night, but you know what? He was having a go. Firmino come on when he come on. Yeah, he, he you know he was having a go, and we know he's great. But I thought there was too much. I, I felt a little bit sorry for James Milner tonight because I thought, yeah, he made a bit of a mistake for the goal, and he wasn't the only one making a mistake there. But he was trying to do about three or four jobs there. I think. Um. I did feel a bit sorry for him, to be honest, even though he wasn't great. Keita, um, you know, I've said in the past, I think he's got loads of ability. Um, I watched him loads of times in Germany. And people can say, oh, you know, it's a different league and that. Yeah, I get that. But the whole attitude of the lad and approaching everything was different. He's definitely got confidence in settling in issues. But he disappointed me tonight. He had to take that game by the scruff of the neck there in the middle of that park. He was the main man there and uh, he just didn't do it. Um, very tentative, always looking to take the extra touch, not quite wanting to take a chance. That lad's got more ability in his little finger than a lot of them players on that pitch and he, he just didn't use it. And he doesn't deserve a shout the next game. You know, I've said in the past he needs a run of games, but he, with a performance like that, that lacks. There's fundamentals in life that you need and passion, desire and effort or ride up there with them, and if you haven't got them, you don't deserve to, to do anything else, and I thought he was poor tonight, him. so, you know, listen, it was experimental, and listen, no matter what, I've analysed um, quite a few players there, and selections and that, 
the bigger picture I can see it. Klopp's got it in his eyes. It's you know, it's the Champions League, um, it's the Premier League, and they're the two. And the FA Cup and that um aren't I on his list. But I don't like Liverpool going out of any cup or losing any game in a whimper, and I still think with half a team out from the start and just a couple of kids in, we would have won that game. Because the, the more senior players were worse than the youngsters, by the way, tonight. But the senior ones were the ones who don't normally play. You know, you're the Rigi's, you're Sturridge's, and your security's been great, but he's in and out. You know, your caters, and they're not the ones that normally play. Um, so if we'd have played a side there where we're only making a few changes out of the first 11, I definitely would arrest a Van Dijk because we just can't afford for anything to happen to him and a few of us. And you could have brought just a few in. But listen, you can't get everything right. And the Klopp's an absolute magician, you know. Um, and I remember the Roy Hodgson days where the, the crap that, the, you know, teams that we that we had and the, and the bars you make. And nearly every clock makes is phenomenal. So, listen, it's not a criticism of him in, in general. It's just that, you know, he's only human. And I think there may be a few changes too many. But in Klopp's defence, the players have let him down. I think the big players let him down. I think Daniel, I mean, the likes of Daniel Sturridge there. I mean, you know, a season pro. He, they can't give him a contract. They just can't. And, um, you know... If Liverpool want to go to the next level there, they've got, they've got to say thanks, Daniel, you know, and uh, see you later and uh, go and get a Bosman to some other club and play now and then and do whatever. We've got to go up a level. You know, your Menenos and your, your Mignolets and your Sturridges and your Radigis have all got to leave the club and then we do the next. And don't get me wrong, he's done it, Klopp. He's got rid of them bit by bit, one by one. Tier by tier, he's getting rid of the, the levels of player. And the next ones are them ones I just mentioned. Listen, um, onwards and upwards now. We've got Brighton away. Just got to make sure that we win that game. Um, I don't know what he's going to do with the back if Lovren's not back. Gomez, I don't think, fully back in training or not on there yet. Matip might not be far away, but, you know, um, whether he'll go and dip and buy someone or whether the Hoover lad. But I think, obviously, um, if none of the... Lovin on the back, he'd probably play Fabinho with, uh, with Van Dijk at the back. Even though I wanted to see Fabinho in the midfield, I think that's what he'll probably do. And um, we just got to go and get the points in the next game against Brighton and, and go from there. And onwards and upwards for the Reds, you know, none of us want to lose a game we have tonight, but let's not get away. The main focus is the big ones, the two biggies that we all want. This is Simon Donnelly, LFC jury member for the Liverpool Echo. Liverpool have just been knocked out of the FA Cup by Wolves and personally, in all honesty, hand on heart, I'm quite relieved. I know winning is a habit and we've now been beaten two games on the run, which is unheard of, but there's no way on earth that Klopp will have Saturday's team against Brighton in the Premier League in any other mental state than ready to beat Brighton. This was a different team tonight, a different tournament. And I think everybody, every fan, every member of the squad knows that the priority was not the FA Cup. Believe me, when the next round comes around and all our all our biggest rivals, well, basically Tottenham and um, Man City, are playing another game and we've got a week of rest, 
I will be very grateful that we are out of this tournament. And how fascinating and how interesting to see the, for me, mainly three players that um, played tonight that we've never really seen before. Camacho, Curtis Jones, and most impressively, Hoover at centre-back. 16 years of age, and he moved down that field with grace uh, and with skill and with vision, belying his tender years. One for the future, definitely, maybe not for the far too distant future. So overall, I'm I'm happy to be out of that tournament. That is not where I, our priorities lie. I will be glad when the next round of games in the FA Cup are going on and we're not playing. Our, our boys got to get a week's rest. Let's focus on what we really want, which, number one, Premier League. Number two, Champions League. That's that's my sequence, my order of things. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.